This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1862. Don't get salty about this new English slang. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. There are some new words in town. In this episode, we'll show you four fun, new and trendy slang expressions that you can use to bond with your native speaking friends or coworkers, but that won't make you sound like a teenager. Listen in today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? How are you? I'm excellent. I have a fun question for you. Okay, I'm ready. When's the last time you were salty? Oh, salty, salty. Wow, good question. I can be a little salty, a little testy sometimes, especially when it comes to, yeah, I guess, you know, um, yeah, game playing, cheating in games, that kind of thing that can come That's out sometimes. Too. That's when I get salty. <laughs> Just yesterday with my siblings, we if someone disagrees about a rule, sometimes people are like super chill, like I'm fine with whatever. I'm not always that way. If I feel like yeah. there's a, a way that makes a lot more sense yes. and someone's really pushing back, I'll get a little testy. Get I'll get a little, a little salty. And, yes. and then if I don't get my way, right, if people decide to go with what they, you know, with Ooh. a different way and I disagree or something feels unfair, that's when I really get salty. I get worse. kind of, really, yeah. Yeah. You go from to salty immediately to testy. Be okay with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is great. <laughs> Why are we talking about a table condiment right now, Aubrey? What are know, we even right? talking salt. about? Yeah. <laughs> slang, guys. And it's new slang. We got a really great question about this word yes. and natives are using it more and more as well as some other new slang words that we are going to share today so that you guys understand them when you hear them and can use them in conversation. Yeah. Not only are we going to show you the words, we're going to show you the intonation that goes along with it too, right? When this word is spoken, you know, you're, you're a little salty today, right? There's an intonation there mm -hmm. um, that's really fun to use, guys. We're going to show you everything you need to know. But first, Aubrey, what should our listeners make sure they do right now so they don't miss a single episode of All Ears English? Yes, guys, hit follow wherever you listen to your podcast. Four episodes every week. You don't want to miss any of them. So follow All Ears English wherever you find podcasts. You got it. All right. This is a great question. I'm going to read the question from Canon Okagawa from Japan. Here we go. Are you ready, Aubrey? Yes. Here we go. I am Kenan Okagawa, originally from Japan and studying currently in the U.S., my American friends often use an adjective salty, not as a description of taste, but in the other meaning, 
I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary, but they explained it in so many ways that I got confused. Could you teach me how to naturally use the word salty? Thank you. What a good question. I'm excited about this one because I love it when our listeners send in questions that are so incredibly up to date. Yes, exactly right. This is newer slang. We've talked um, lately in a few episodes about some words that are going out of style yeah. so that aren't used as much. All the words we're sharing today, you're going to hear them a lot on TV, on social media. People are using mm-hmm. them a lot. It's new slang that's getting very popular. Exactly. This is so good. And did you mention this in the IELTS Energy podcast over there with Jessica? You guys are over there yes. twice a week. Where did you mention it over there? What does it have yeah. to do with IELTS? We shared it as a really great adjective to use on IELTS, right? Mm-hmm. Salty just means annoyed or irritated. And it's a very good adjective for the IELTS exam because you have to use slang to get that variety of vocabulary. So it's yes. episode 977 called The Skinny on Slang for speaking part one, because we also talked about the skinny shook flex some other new slang so don't miss that to get some of that great new slang too new slang this is why we don't learn english through textbooks anymore right because the textbooks cannot teach you new slang right this is where you get it right here at allers english so good all right language is evolving right learn how natives actually use it exactly aubrey so what would be let's get into a little more context around salty for our listeners Yeah, let's give some examples. So just like Lindsay and I were saying, if you get irritated or annoyed about something, Mm -hmm. this is a great, it's a little more playful to say, oh, he's salty instead of he's annoyed or he's irritated, right? You might say, he got really salty when I took the last shopping cart. Imagine (laughs) you're grocery shopping, you take the last one and you see the person behind you is super annoyed. That'd be a fun way to tell a friend like, ooh, he got kind of salty when I did Yeah, the look of death, right? People can (laughs) say a lot with their facial expressions. Uh, I think sometimes people don't realize how much they say. I try to tone down my facial expressions because I think I'm really expressive and too much. People get the wrong ideas sometimes about things. Um, And it's just not good. Like, we've got to just calm down a little bit sometimes. Yes, I'm the same. I'm super expressive. You can tell exactly what I'm thinking. Sometimes I'm like, okay, chill the face. face. Everything's fine. Right. Don't you wish you were a bit more of a closed book? Like people couldn't quite know what was going on. Like a little more mysterious. I kind of know. I will have someone say like, oh, did that upset you? Upset? I'm like, oh, I didn't want them to know that upset me. Why can't I control my face? It's all right here. I know. I hate that. Oh, no. Yeah. So is this here's a question about salty. Is this used more often? Um, Uh, to describe a woman or a man or is it both would you say i feel equal i feel like it's very gender neutral right anybody who's irritated i would describe them as salty and it's fun just to use it alone right if you see someone that's upset you might just be like "Ooh, you're salty right (laughs) if you see they're just a little irritated a little frustrated and it often diffuses the situation because it's playful if you called them out and said oh you're clearly annoyed you're irritated that wouldn't you know, it's not playful. It might make it worse. But yes. saying, oh, playfully, you're a little salty. They might yeah, chuckle. That they might fun. laugh and be like, you're right. That's so silly that I'm upset. Yeah, guys, that's a connection strategy. Right? Put a little humor into things. Don't always make it so immediately stressful if someone's upset. There's another way that I like to use salty more about kind of just a person in general in a in an endearing way. So I envision so over the weekend we were up in uh, in Frisco, Colorado. We went camping um, and we went to a ended up in a little shop, a Boston sandwich shop. And the lady at the at the uh, front desk was very she's just a typical salty 
Boston woman, older Boston woman, like she had her Boston accent coming out. They had pictures of the all the sports, all the like Bruins, the Red Sox, everything up there. She's like, what do you want? Right. Like right. Just up front. Just wanted the order. No nonsense. But it's not a, it's not an insult. It just means she's a little salty, a little like fast. You know, give me your order. Right. I just want your order and I want to take your money. Let's go. And here's your food. It's good food. Everything's fine. But she's a little salty. Yes, right. This is a little, and I can see why. This is why um, Canon Okegawa wrote yep. this in because when you see on Urban Dictionary, there are sort of multiple uses. It's really yes. not that straightforward to say it always means irritated. Yes. Because this woman, she's probably not really irritated. She's no, just like a no personality. Tell yes. it like it is. She's not super cheerful. She's not smiling at you and exactly. saying, right? Exactly. And we would also call that salty. So it's yes. a little more like no nonsense, serious no as nonsense. well, whether you're irritated or not. Yeah, this is something you're going to probably find a lot more on the East Coast than the West Coast. <laughs> Speaking totally. of, you know, the geography of the United States, we had a guest on recently who talked about New York City etiquette and etiquette crimes in New York City. And one of them was spending too much time in the deli line. You may encounter Ooh, someone yeah. salty behind the deli bar. So don't spend too much time ordering your deli sandwich in New York City. Good stuff. Yeah, or the person behind you might get salty. Yeah, if you're taking New too York long, they're going to be like, hurry it up. We got things to do. They can get salty. So, <laughs> so guys, this is not just for a moment in time of a mood. It's also to describe an actual person and kind of their, their permanent character. But it's but it's not an insult exactly. All right. No, so, exactly. It's playful. It's yeah, fun. Playful. Right. Yeah. Though okay. you might get an earful if you tell that lady to her face that you think she's salty. Oh, I would never do <laughs> I that. I wouldn't risk it. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> okay, let's do another one. This one's really fun. Teenagers especially are using it all the time, but I'm starting to see it everywhere. TV, movies, it hear is, it on the radio. Yeah. It's the word bougie. Yep. Which yep. means it's sort of marked by a concern for wealth, possessions, maybe respectability. Yep. And we use it as an adjective to describe people as well as things, decorations, food. I've heard <laughs> avocado toast described as bougie because <laughs> so it's like a little fancier, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love this. It's so true. Yeah. And, and this is being used a lot more in my world, too. I'm hearing this a lot more. So I totally concur with you here, Aubrey, that this is English of the moment. Totally. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys want to understand what people mean and be able to use it. It's actually short for bourgeoisie, the bourgeoisie, the French word meaning middle class. Uh -huh. It began as a reference for those who preferred to live in cities in France instead of the countryside. And now it's used to refer to sort of the materialistic middle class a little bit. Yeah. Which falls below those who are very wealthy. Right. right. Um, but we most often in the United States, when people say bougie, they're not thinking about the bourgeoisie, whether that's where this word came from. No, or not. No, no, they no, just no, are no. wanting to say like, oh, you think you're fancy or oh, that's a little yeah. fancy, right? Or you just have a nice like pair of pajamas. Oh, bougie pajamas. Ooh, so bougie. Right. Like they're just they look expensive and comfortable or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's use a couple examples. This is yes. perfect. Right. To say my mom is going wine tasting with her bougie friends. OK, right? so there. That's good. So they're just being used as an adjective. Right. Mm -hmm. So good. In front of a noun. I love that. Interesting. Yes. Describing and the friends. Mm -hmm. Like this it has to do with a little bit with what they're doing. It's a little bit bougie to go wine tasting because it's yeah. sort of denoting a certain amount of wealth. Yeah. But also her friends. Right. She's we're not talking about her. I don't know. Country friends that are, you know, if her friends are a little bougie because they like wine tasting. Right. The type of women who would like to go wine tasting, you can call them bougie. A little bougie. <laughs> yeah. It's a little expensive at times to go wine tasting. 
tasting, right? So that would qualify as a bougie activity. And avocado toast also does because it can be very overpriced. Exactly Uh, right. Look at him with his bougie avocado toast. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. The little cafe down the street from my house. I do not buy food there because it's, I think they charge you like $19 for an avocado toast. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's Um, very bougie. Yeah. Guys, (laughs) look. they're putting all this other fancy stuff on it. Right. Right. There's uh, just like cayenne pepper and all these Mm. things. Guys, check out the episode that I did with Anna Tyree about breakfast and how breakfast has changed in the U.S. and the U.K. We talked about bougie, boozy brunch in the U.S. and how this this has become a trend in the United States. You know, this bougie atmosphere of fancy food for brunch and and booze and drinks and all that stuff. So check that episode out. All right. I have to share with you guys two quick examples since I wrote this episode just a couple days ago that my daughter used both of these. Whoa. We were making crepes for Fourth of July breakfast with like Nutella and strawberries. And she just walked in and was like, ooh, bougie, just to have crepes, right? <laughs> just that the breakfast was a little nice, a little fancy chocolate and strawberries on a crepe, like That's French nice. bougie. Yeah, I love that. And, what's and the then other one example? more, we were getting dressed to go up to go out for dinner. I'm not looking that fancy, but maybe I have earrings on and yeah, some earrings. nice shoes. And mm-hmm. she just said, you're looking bougie. bougie. Uh, <laughs> that's how you know a, a word is coming back into style. The kids are using it all the time, right? All the time. That's yes, so, so funny. Fun. But this is not a word that's going to make you uh, sound like a teenager either. That's the thing I like about these two words so far. Yes, the teenagers are using it a lot, but it's not going to make you sound like you're 17, guys, if you're using it either right it's not a young person word it's definitely trending but anyone can say it it's not like oh don't say that unless you're a teenager right exactly i love that it's important okay good when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply all right, Aubrey, we have another word. I'm excited for this one. What is this that we want to teach yeah, our listeners? It's really fun. So tea or spilling the tea, which means sharing gossip or maybe a dramatic story. It's really similar to the more outdated expression, spill the beans. We don't really say that anymore. People now would be like, <laughs> spill the tea, meaning like, tell me, tell me the news. Uh, oh, this is so funny. Okay, you're going to laugh at me so much. But until now, I thought I actually thought that this expression was spill the tea, like tea standing for something. I don't know what I didn't know what it was. I'm <laughs> That's so adorable. <laughs> I probably only know because my daughter. No, that's not true. I've listened to a couple podcasts where I feel like they say this all the time. Like we've got some tea for you guys. Yes. We're going to spill the tea. But you just didn't realize it's tea. I thought it was tea. I didn't know what the tea stood for. I was like, what is that so, so i've been hearing this lot. Right. Know, Lindsay. i'm learning so much today. on this show from you aubrey it's great i love it all right so sharing gossip um here's some examples right you won't believe what i found out i have got the t and in my head that would have been just the letter t the letter but no t, which, that's wrong uh, what's that stand for <laughs> here's another one spill the tea i want to know what happened on your date so this is a great way to say like give me the good give me the news spill that's the so- tea that's so funny. Okay, I love it. So guys, also very common. I'm hearing this even just within my own house in the last couple of weeks. So we could not get more current than we are now. 
And again, it. right? Not just teenagers saying this. I'm hearing it on podcasts, TV, yeah. movies. You'll hear this all the time. Use it, right? And now you're going to know that it's not the letter T like Lindsay thought. 100%. I love it. All right. And the next one, I think we've touched on this on another episode, guys, about dating. But this is good because, again, something that the kids are using and adults are using, too ghosting or ghosted. What does this mean, Aubrey? Yeah, it means to stop communication or interaction with someone, usually via social media or text. Mm -hmm. So you might say like, I haven't heard from her in days. I think she ghosted me. I might never hear from her again. She isn't texting me. Yeah, we definitely don't recommend doing this, guys. It's so mean, right? You know, the dating world is hard, but don't do this to people. It's so mean. Um, here's the next example. I never texted him back. He He's probably mad I ghosted him, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly right. You're right. It is mean. It's so much better to communicate and be honest and open, but it's so much easier to just ghost it's somebody. so much easier. I know. Just oh. to not. Yes. Okay, here's a question. When do you think it qualifies as ghosting? Like, okay, how many usually it's it's usually on a like in a date situation, a dating situation most More of often, the time, yes, right? For sure. So, at what point after how many dates in your mind Aubrey does it qualify as ghosting? I think after, after one date. Just like, one. On okay. One date if you yeah. never hear them for, like if you're texting like that was really fun. I'd love to go out again. And you never hear them from them. It's again. ghosting. They ghosted okay. You. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I think you're right. I was thinking maybe it should have been three dates where it would merit like a response. A but I think everyone no. deserves a reply. If they spent even yeah. an hour with you, they deserve like, oh, this isn't going to work out for me. Just be honest. You know what I mean? Right. Guys? Yeah. I know. I would actually prefer something a little harsh and blunt like so sorry, it's not going to work out rather than waiting and checking your text messages every few minutes. That's terrible to be in that place. It's the worst. It's the worst. So Aubrey, should we go into a role play for our listeners? Yeah, let's do it. So here we're co-workers Mm -hmm. chatting during a lunch break, which brings up the good point that all of this is appropriate for that informal conversation you have with co-workers. Oh my gosh, 100%. Over coffee, over lunch, definitely. More than appropriate. We want you to use these guys because this is how you build real connection. It's not through the formal English that we teach you in our business course, right? Although in that business course, we do teach you informal English too. It's through these moments of connection, these informal moments where you're commenting on someone's bag. Oh, bougie. Where'd you get yes. it? I like it, right? Things like that. Should yeah, we- and I know so I know sometimes listeners might worry this like, ooh, if it's slang, I yeah. don't know if people could be offended. Like you don't know. All of right. these are not offensive, no. are fun no. and playful. And yeah, so You're good these to go. all can be used. You're in sure. the safe zone here with these yes. words, guys. <laughs> um, so here you and I are coworkers and we're chatting during that lunch break, as we said. Okay, here we go. So how did your date go last week, Aubrey? Oh, not great. It was kind of a weird date. Oh, yeah, we'll spill the tea. Well, he was super late. You know, I hate that. Oh, I hate that, too. I get pretty salty when people aren't on time. Yeah. And then he was super bougie bragging about his new BMW. He even told me how much he spent on his shoes. Oh, so no second date. Nope. I totally ghosted him, (laughs) (laughs) which I wouldn't actually do that. I would have let him know. Maybe. No, I probably would. I don't know. I haven't dated in a long time, guys. Yeah. I (laughs) I would maybe be the one that ghosts somebody. (laughs) I don't like confrontation. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah. No, guys. uh, So this is important to know. Talking about how much you spent on something. We've talked about this on the podcast with Michelle before. That's definitely a faux pas, really, in any situation. Uh, In last year with someone you're very close to, 
and you're discussing a deal, right? Some you that's both different. want that item. That's a different thing. That's a special situation. But anytime you, know, you never want to talk about, oh, this cost me X amount of money, right? Hey, we don't either want to telling do. someone how much you spent or asking someone how much oh, they spent are both yes. just awkward. Don't do yes. it. <laughs> don't do it, guys. Avoid it, especially in American culture. But in other cultures, Aubrey, I mean, what about in, for example, in French culture, in Belgium? I mean, do you know if it's okay to to talk about that in those I cultures? I never heard it come up in polite conversation. Nobody ever asked me how much I spend on something or right. how much I make and and vice versa. So I, I feel like all of the cultures that I've really gotten to know well, it also is just not something that you would... Talk not in good it. taste. It yeah. sounds a little braggy if you're braggy. saying how much, and it's just a little um, inappropriate to ask someone else what they're spending yeah. on the house or or exactly. shoes or anything. Yeah, it's like bad taste. It's in bad yeah, taste. It's just I would in say bad taste. Good. I agree. So let's go back through these words here. So spill the tea, as we know, it's T E A. It's that stuff you put in your cup. Okay, so spill the tea. So you said not great. It was kind of a weird date. Oh yeah, and I said oh yeah, spill the tea. Right? Meaning like, tell me the details, right? Yes. That's what this means. Spill the tea. Give me all the dirt. Give me all the gossip. Give me all the gossip. Yes. Perfect. And then what did I say, Aubrey? Then you said, oh, I get pretty salty when people aren't on time. And this is one for me, right? If I'm, especially if it's kind of urgent, like we need to get somewhere else. I'm waiting. Yes. I do get a little salty. I get, get a little salty. irritated if people aren't on time. Yes, me too. I like to be on time. I like to be on yeah, time. Me too. Uh, and then you said, and then he was super bougie, bragging about his new BMW and he even told me how much he spent on his shoes. So and I think bougie. this is good to note like this is definitely being used more negatively here, right? I'm saying, "Uh, he's so bougie bragging about his fancy BMW." Right. I certainly could have said it in a positive note if I had liked the date and be like, "Ooh, he took me to this bougie restaurant that was yeah. awesome." Yes. Right? So this there isn't necessarily a connotation built into the word bougie. It all depends right. on context. It can be a very good thing. Or it yes. can be kind of a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And then I said, so no second date. And you said, nope, I totally ghosted him. Now, well, we can talk another day here, but you put totally right in before mm. ghosted. How does that change the meaning real quick for a bonus for our listeners? Yeah, so this is kind of me being silly and playful, right? Because I could just say I ghosted him, but that's yeah. kind of serious. That sounds yes. mean. Yeah. And I, I recognize that this is something I probably shouldn't have done. So I'm using mm -hmm. totally to make it a little more playful. My, yes. con my pronunciation would also be like, I totally ghosted him. Yeah. Like, trying to be funny. And I'm I'm sort of feeling like, he deserved it because he right. was a jerk bragging about how much he spent on his shoes. Totally. And that's something you could do on the IELTS exam too, Aubrey, right? To Im oh, increase yeah. your pronunciation score, adding that yes. totally. And then we changing highly recommend having like super yeah. way totally in yeah. order to use those easy adjectives that are very slang to get that variety of vocab for a seven or higher on IELTS. Yeah, I think that is a really, really smart way to go about the IELTS exam. Guys, go and find the IELTS Energy podcast over there. Jessica and Aubrey are over there twice a week. So good. What's the takeaway for our listeners today? Yeah, it's just like you were saying, English is constantly evolving and slang is constantly evolving, right? Yes. Some of it goes out of style. Other words get adopted. It's really important to know which ones you can and should be using and which ones we want to 
leave for the teenagers. There's so many. My daughter says that I wouldn't say she would be mortified if yeah. I said them right. Like yeah. sus is a good example. Oh, She'll be like, oh, you're sus, meaning oh. sort of like suspicious. Leave that wow. for the teenagers. Yeah, leave that. We're for not going to teach you to no. use that. You want to know which ones you can use, right? Yeah, we're showing you ones that again, like I already said, not going to make you sound like a teenager. Uh, adults use this and we use slang because there's an there's kind of an in-group, out-group thing going on when we use slang, guys, right? This is what language does. And we want you to be on the inside in connection with your coworkers, with your friends, with these people. And so when you use this slang, it creates kind of I don't know, a familiarity between you and that person. So use yes, them and exactly. have fun with You're it. bringing them into yeah. your inner circle. Like yes. you're both aware of this word that's very inside American culture, new mm-hmm. and trending. Without yes. having to say that, it's just automatic. You just know like, okay, yeah. we're both on the inside here. Mm, so take the chance, guys. Take the risk. Practice these. Use them and see what happens. And then let us know. All right. Good stuff. All right, Aubrey. Good times as always. I will see you on the next one very soon. Awesome. Bye-bye, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.